Hi, I'm Ethan Wagner, Chief Editor for Excelsior. Before we get into the podcast, I just wanted to read some of Horace Mann's community guidelines. Speak from the eye perspective. Listen for understanding. Assume complexity. Expect and accept a lack of closure. And learning leaves story stay. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to Excelsior episode 5. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Wasserberger. I'm with uh, Jaden, Mr. Caldwell, the newcomer, Ethan Wagner, who's our awesome. chief editor. <laughs> yeah, I know, who you've been hearing at the start of every episode. Uh, and Alexei, today we're going to talk about Invincible, so spoilers ahead. Right, and, spoiler alert. Uh, and let's get into it. So real quick, let's just go around as usual, overall thoughts. I can start. Um, I had to be talked into watching Invincible. And I, was, I, I had it on my list for end of the summer. I never planned to watch it. Jaden told me I, I had to see it, so I did. And I made him watch it and spend um, the day. Yeah, I, I watched it like half, half of it during school. Um, I loved it. Like, outside of a few small things here and there, I think it's by far one of the more interesting superhero things we've gotten in a while. I also love Greg Nicotero, who's the writer of the show, who wrote The Walking Dead. Um, there, there are heavy Walking Dead influences in the show. It also stars most of the Walking Dead cast. Um, so so that, that was really nice to see. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. Um, there, there really are a few minor things, but other than that, it's, it's definitely an awesome, awesome first season. And we're now renewed for two more, which is really exciting. Alexa, your thoughts? Um, I thought the show was great. Uh, I have to say, I also watched it all in the span of a day. And it happened to be three days ago as well. Um, I... I'm gonna be honest. I love anything with Mark Hamill in it. As a, he's a phenomenal <laughs> voice actor. Who's he invisible? He's the he's, he's, he's a That's Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's he's awesome. Yeah. I did not know that either. Know. Dude, he is a great voice actor. My favorite Joker of all time. Yeah, that's a different issue. There's no debate. Um, fuck you, fuck you. No. Well, okay. okay. And, and we this can do a whole awesome. podcast on who's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and the Mark, it's the Mark Hamill. I mean, obviously, it comes down to Mark Hamill, Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting, but sorry. Yeah, no. Anyway, um, I, was, I never read the Invincible book or comics, and I thought that, like, just going into it, I thought it was phenomenal. I, I'm not really sure how accurate it was. My understanding, oh. it was, like, it was mainly accurate, but there's a few things that they sort of, like, changed. Uh, we'll get a uh, yeah, You, you guys will get to we'll it. We'll talk about that. Um, I can't say I can complain very much. There's like one or two small things like Jordan said, like I, I had an issue with, but those actually didn't really impact my viewing experience. It's more of like a, a personal choice I would have made. Yeah, I actually feel the same way, Alexei. Um, I did not have any issues at all when watching the show, but reflecting back on it, yeah. I thought about some things I might want to change. Yeah. But even then, it's, it, was, it was awesome. I have my own... Invincible watching story. Um, <laughs> I, I wasn't able to go on the uh, like Falcon Winter Soldier podcast, and Jordan said to come on this, and I said I hadn't watched the show yet. And he's like, oh, it's fine. There's just like, what is it, eight 45-minute yeah. episodes. And I was like, I only have a week to watch it. And he was like, oh, just watch like 45 minutes a day. And then on Wednesday, we didn't have school, and I was just with some friends, and we were just like, oh, what should we watch? And he was like, oh, you got to watch this show. And Jordan had been bugging me for a while to watch it. So we watched it, and... I finished it by Thursday, and so, and so I'm here to talk about it, um, yeah, yeah, so I'm here, um, so yeah, I, I really love the show, I guess we'll get into the details later, but, uh, um, the same thing, I had heard about it, ironically enough, because of the other work that I do, my screenwriting work, 
an agent from uh, UTA uh, who I was talking with knows I love comic books and was like, hey, listen, we're trying to figure out this other property and they say, oh, we can try to make it like Invincible. Have you ever seen Invincible? I said, no, I haven't seen it. I, I know that it just came out um, and I've never read the book. And I kept thinking about that book, Irredeemable. So I, I flipped it in my head. And then I saw like the, the image on Amazon and I said, oh, I remember when that came out. I just never got it. So I sat down to watch the first episode. And I, I was saying as people were walking in, it kind of, in retrospect, it reminded me of the first episode of Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. you, you're watching it. You're like, okay, this is well written. These are interesting characters. Okay, I, I guess I could see myself watching the show. And you're watching, you're watching. And you get to the very end. And Cersei and Jamie and Bran, and someone's going out a window, and you're like, what? And you need to watch the next episode. So I'm watching Invincible, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of, is this going to be like a spoof show? Is this, what, how are they doing this? And then the, the reveal happens with Omni-Man, and I was, watched the next two episodes right away. And so what wound up happening was, I watched it every Friday as it came out. Oh. As a result, I watched oh, wow. it in real time and, and no um and, and Jaden can speak to this too they they do things out of order so they yeah, in order to get the audience hooked in they do the reveal a lot sooner yeah. than they do in a comic but i thought that was genius yeah, was great. yeah was i thought that, that was really smart and they changed will and amber's characters slightly to actually give them a little bit more heft and that worked too um, ironically enough, Amber is both more likable and influential, and also you hate her yeah. all at yeah. the same yeah. time. Yeah. It's so weird because in some ways you're like, wow, they really gave the character some depth, and it was, she's very well written. But you just hate her. But you, you have, hate yeah. her. It's I know. Thank you. It's really, I'm she just like, oh my god, you hate her, whereas in, in the comic book, you actually don't care about her one way or the other. She is, at least where I am in the book. She is not an influential character, whereas in the, com in the show, she's a significant character, and you're like, oh my god, come on. But, um, and I guess she sort of comes around by the end, yeah. but still, you're like, oh, so Really, though? Did, does she come around? She does that? not come around. She does not come she around. She sort of does, no. but it was... No, she, she comes back she crawling. She crawling, right, yeah. you know, because it's sort of like, but you kind of sit there, you're like... Anyway, I guess we'll get to the end later, but anyway, I, I, I mean, we can all agree. It's, it was always Eve over Amber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, which, which and once again, like in I the, said, in the, the comic book is building up, oh, right. But it's, it's much easier to see that, like, you can see how it's, in the, in the comic, you don't, you don't really understand why Mark likes her in the comic sure. book. Whereas in the show, she's clearly the it person, like, yeah, she's totally. clearly that person that, you can understand a heterosexual guy wanting to be with. So you get a little bit more. Yeah. Whereas in the comic, she's very blank. And you don't necessarily get it. So, JD? I am in love with this show. <laughs> yeah, there's some issues, but I feel like they resolve themselves and they yeah. are necessary evils that come with TV adaptations. And I've like previously heard of Invincible, but I hadn't like gone into it like in depth. But after watching that first episode, I was like hooked watching it every single yeah. Friday. And I'd like not check Twitter because I was like, I can't have anything spoiled <laughs> for me. And then afterwards, I'd be on Twitter for hours and hours looking at all like, people's <laughs> opinions on the episodes. And I'm, 
And oh my god, I, there's just so much to say about it. Like the, the voice acting, the <laughs> animation. The voice acting was just I'm amazing. so glad that they animated this show. Yeah. Hun- that was me yeah. and Jaden were talking about this the other day. We were talking about this this morning. This morning, yeah. I feel like animation is so underrated because yeah. there's so much more you can do yeah. with animation than live action. Like I'd rather that train scene and like oh, in live action, like. I'd rather that have was that, beautiful. That, that beautiful monster. Okay, beautiful monster. Cinematic beauty. Cinematic beauty. I'm going to ask later if it's on the dock for this. And I, it, was, it was so funny, right? Is it fair to compare this show to The Boys? And The Boys obviously also had, was very violent. But The Boys but is I, more like... There was no emotional... There was some. But that scene at the end with the train... Mm. I, I was sickened. Like it was. I was physically well, I, sick. I was physically sick, and it's a cartoon. And obviously, you see Homelander do some horrible things, and Storm, and, and she's a, a Nazi, so clearly she's horrible. This was. It was the emotional toll that he puts on his kid, and then it, it puts on the audience. That was well, a I think, lot. I, I, I think <laughs> that's the difference right there. I think you know, in the boys. Really, so the most impactful violent scene in The Boys is in season two where Homelander lands in like that, what is it, a Middle Eastern or African villager. And kills, whatever it is. yes. He, and, he, and he kills the guy completely, that's how he just flies away, right? right. We're just haphazard, and again, again, that's how the show, like their haphazard use of violence. And in season one where he and Maeve let the plane crash because yes. he doesn't want to spend the time to figure out how to save it, right? I think that's all super impactful. I am glad The Boys is done in live action. Because I agree, like, the animation of Invincible is mind-blowing, it's incredible, and there's so much you can do with Invincible. The one thing you lose with animation that the boys has captured so well is that feeling of, what if I was in that universe, right? What if Homelander dropped on a Horace Mann campus, killed a bunch of people and left, and knowing that there was nothing you can do See, based I, on the confines and, of that and, universe. And, and I would say, I could, I could almost agree, except for the entirety of the whole season. Episode eight. Episode eight. Episode, episode eight. Episode eight is a different story. But even with the pilot, yeah. the pilot yeah, falls. He's so excited that he's alive. He's like, "I got you! I got you! I yeah. saved you!" And Omni Man is just going to prove a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "They're nothing." It's like, "What? What did you save him?" And then Mark just goes, "Why?" Yeah, he just blows his head off. And he's like, "Oh, you can't handle this!" And then he punches it into a building in Chicago. Right. And then you see the woman and her child, and he's grabbing her. Yo, and then her arm is just. Well, let's see, let's see, see we, we've talked a lot in this season of Excelsior um, about like shows that deal with the consequence of having power and whatever. Right. Um, any of this show is, is no exception uh, to that trend. I think we can kind of start there. Like, how do we feel this show kind of handled those themes? Um, Alexi, you want to start? Yeah, I mean, the whole concept of Omni-Man is he's literally... The most powerful being ever. Like he's literally Omni Man. He, like the whole premise is like not even no one can stop him. I mean, he he literally took out a whole planet. Yeah, yeah right. He took the out third, a whole freaking. Right. In the oh, third episode, right? In the third episode, we see him just completely annihilate a whole race and a whole planet of a different species. Like it then like when. When it comes to trying to stop him from intercepting Mark in the eighth episode, like, you throw a giant laser beam at him. But he's fine. He's fine. Like, literally, there's nothing you can do to stop him. Really like, quickly, props to Akira. That is straight out of Akira. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, 
Well done. Go ahead. Sorry. No. Anyway, <laughs> like, it just shows you, like, if someone, like, with these powers really did exist, and they aren't that good person like Superman, who is, like, almost a direct comparison, yeah. although he's, like, all about true justice, and he's, he's like, that all super good boy. Um, but... Uh, did, okay, there are exceptions. <laughs> I'm not, Jordan, Jordan likes injustice a lot. <laughs> I love injustice. So, uh, but like, anyway, like it just shows you like there is a reason to be scared of these yes. types of people yeah. because, I mean, oh, you you don't know if something's just gonna switch off in their head and they're just gonna turn into Omni Man and start killing random yeah. people because. Your puny little useless thing. <laughs> okay. Points at Jaden. Points at Jaden. Look. All right. It was not directly. I just happened to be looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it just sort of shows like Omni Man wasn't necessarily corrupt with power. Like no, the, he, he wasn't. He had, he, had a, he had a mission. He had a mission. But right. It was just believe- his race believed right. that this because the they were so are. powerful, this is the thing. This is the way things are, and it's sort of like the power aspect is different. It's not a yeah. dynamic of I have power and you don't. It's that my people are the power. Yeah. yeah. And you like you better like want us to be here. You better like want us to be here. Otherwise, you're gonna get annihilated by the power. Well, it's even in the way that he describes his relationship to his oh, wife. Oh, no. And that a pet. was... A pet. But like I said, this, right, it was... This was so much more emotionally <laughs> messed up than the boys because he says... And it's the way he phrases it. No, I, I do love your mother. Like a pet. And it's like, oh my goodness. And you sort of think about that, right? We all love our pets. We all love our, our animals, yeah. our dogs. But ultimately speaking, you take a look at the lifespan of a dog and the lifespan of a human. Yeah. And that's what he's kind of saying. It's like, Mark, you're going to live to be like... Thousands of years. Thousands of years. Like the, slow, the older you get, the slower you age. When I heard that, right. I was like, this... <laughs> Viltrumites are not to be messed with. Yeah. And then when I did more research, I'm not going to spoil because obviously more seasons are coming. Viltrumites, no, they're, <laughs> they're insane. Right. It's absolutely insane. And I feel like where Invincible excels, where like, uh, it's this headcanon basically, where it's like, oh, what if Superman did turn evil? Not Injustice style, where there's like, uh, where there's a plan to stop him, but there's just no one that can stop him. Right. And, like, at all. Except for... I mean, Superman, mind you, has a major, like... A, a major a, flaw. A major but flaw. Man, man, does has no weakness. Yeah, he has, has no weakness. weakness. And there are more of them. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, and he's not even the most powerful villain. I think that's so interesting. Is Omni-Man, it's not like Omni-Man is some, like, last vestige just trying to, like, re- He's just one of millions of people who's just mm. doing what... Or, okay, not millions. One of a lot of people um, that, that he believes that he's doing what he believes is just the right path because he's seen it work on his way. It's similar-ish to like Thanos. Like he knows what to do in order to, to achieve salvation or, or I'm whatever. Telling you right now, Viltrum lore, it is oh my it's so good. It's <laughs> so good. I can even, tell. Even just keeping it to the, the, the show. But like but like any good bad guy. They give Omni Man some emotional, yeah, some sense of humanity. Some sense of humanity because he's been there, even if okay, so you figure he's been there for 20, 30 years. 
And yes, it's a speck, but okay, it's like a year, a, a year in our lives still can affect us yeah. emotionally. So yeah. even if this is just a fraction of his life, it still affects him, um, obviously, as a result of his son. And that is what makes also the end, even though by the end you hate Omni-Man, that end scene with him crying as he's like flying away yeah, is still you see like, tears you see the off. tears right. You're like, oh my god! Like it's 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 just emotionally moving. But like I said, that whole idea of what is time? You know, time is this relative thing. And like for him, like he's like, yeah, I I, I kind of love them, but I don't because in a couple of years they won't even be a speck in my memory. So it's it's brutal, but it was effective in very yeah. well That line where he asked Mark. In 500, what would you have oh, 500 years Yeah, and then you? And he just, he's, he's like dying. And he has a bl- blood filling his lungs. And he says, you, I'd still have you, Dad. Yeah. How do you say that when your dad is beating you to a pulp? That's how, that's no, it's how, not even beating you to a pulp. It's beating up to death. That's how we know that Mark is broken. Yeah. He is absolutely broken by his father, but he still loves him. Because it's your because it's your That's dad. his father. He's, your a, dad. he's a person he's looked up to his whole life. He's always wanted yeah. his powers. And now finally every, when he gets his powers, everything is going so wrong. Yeah. And well, oh, that's a great guess. And it, I feel like Invincible is just such a realistic story. Like it's it's where this it's this coming of age story where Everything is finally going right. This kid is high schooler. He's got yeah. the girl that he wants. He's getting superpowers. He gets to be just like his dad, who he looks up to. And then it just goes downhill. From I wrote, there. I wrote the, I wrote and then the... Alan the alien comes along. <laughs> Literally the best character in the entire Wait, show. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. The best character in the entire show. Seth Rogen as Alan the alien. That is the best casting ever. I know. The rock, like just the, just the scene when they get the moon rock and they pull him down for the seat. Like, oh my god. Both times, I, like, it, I was in the first episode where we meet yeah, him, but it was yeah. early on in the season when we meet Alan the alien. Yeah. yeah, it's early on. And then he comes back. I think, you know, Jam Rock really good point. I think the best thing to compare this to in terms of like thematic, like story, whatever, uh, is Far From Home. Right, in both cases, you've got a, a, a young high schooler. He has his powers, things seem to be going well. He's got the girl, right? He's, everything seems to be going right. And then the one person that he could look up to, the one person Interesting. That he That's a cool dynamic. To, to teach him and show him the path, who he thought was this incredibly well-respected, heroic, you know, savior of man, turns against him and tries to destroy and take away everything he has, right? Obviously, you know, Peter and um, Clinton Beck and um, Mark and Omni-Man aren't the same relationship, right? They're not literally father and son, but it's that kind of thing. It'd be like if Tony had turned against Peter yeah. um, or whatever. It's that same kind of a thing where you have a kid who's just trying to do his best to be a kid and also be a hero, and you have this other person who, kind of, who, who all they care about is that their view of the world is adopted by this kid, um, and that this kid can continue on their legacy and understand what has to be done in order to achieve what they believe is like the right path and the right future, right? I mean, it's, it's the kid trying to fight against us. I, I think that's a really interesting uh, thing to look at. 
we should we spend a lot of time on Omni Man, who is who is a, a, a fascinating character in his own. And I'm assuming we're gonna don't spoil Jaden. I'm assuming we're gonna get him to come back in season two and season three, and whatever. Oh um, boy. <laughs> quiet. Silence yourself. Um, Mark. We should talk about Mark. He's, he he, he yeah. is Mark. Think Mark. He he is invincible. Um, well, well, he's very much invincible. Well, I mean, as in, as in he is the show. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, those title cards. The title cards. Were yeah, that was really an amazing. Really I didn't. Amazing. I didn't actually get what they were. It took me. It was. Good. And I know that's kind of stupid. <laughs> but it took me. It took me till like episode three to understand like what they were doing with the title card. And I understood like the more blood. Like I got that. I, I will give you a complete break. I watched this show on FX called Snowfall, which oh, is an amazing Snowfall. show. And they do the same thing every season with the titles, or they do a different thing. And you're like, what is this? Oh my goodness! It's it's like, it, it, they do something similar. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd ever seen that done. So I was like, kudos to Invincible. No, Ethan, I, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard. And then it, it's so bloody at the end. Oh, yeah. blood, 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 so blood. The whole thing yeah. is basically I mean, bloody. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially given what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about um, Mark, though, and his relationship with Amber. I know this yeah. is more about yeah. Amber. But, um,. I was really, really caught off guard by Amber knowing Mark's superpowers. And I know that was kind of an obvious, like, obvious take. Like, once they said it, it made sense. But that was just, I don't know. I respect the writers for that decision. Um, it was just that stuff like... hate Amber. Well, I think, like, Mark just sucks. <laughs> that made, that, that really made me hate Amber. Mark's just the worst superhero ever when it comes to keeping his identity a secret. Like... When Amber, when Amber asks him, or whoever is asking, like, oh, where are we going on this trip? He goes, I'm going to some place with sand. They don't think there's a single place that he might be going to Mars, I think. Yeah, he's going to Mars. He was going to Mars. Oh my god, the Mars storyline, by the way, that just was not resolved at all. Bananas, but yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, comically bad at being like the kind of human secret identity, and it was kind of funny. It was genuinely entertaining watching him learn to be a superhero and like learn to balance his life. I wrote credit to Stephen Union, but and we didn't say this before, but credit to Jake. Granted, J.K. Simmons was oh. Omni Man. Oh my God, J.K. Simmons! He's one of the greatest actors of all time. But if there was not a voice actor that did not bring it for this. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, Zazie Beetz was great as Amber. Yeah, you know. They they were both amazing. Stephen Yoon. Oh, Sandra Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, she was great. Yeah, but Stephen Yoon's obviously had a really big year. Um, with huge with Minari with this. Um, it's a McConaughey type deal. Yeah, it's like when McConaughey had True Detective and Dallas Buyers Club exactly. come yeah. out in the same year. It's kind like, of the same Stephen Moon's in a big year. Yeah, um, and, and deservedly so. Yes. Same, same with J.K. Simmons. And so I really like to credit to him. It's clear he, you know, I know this is not going to make sense to you guys, but it's very clear he channeled a lot of his Walking Dead season one energy. It's just a kid oh. trying to figure out what the hell he's supposed to be doing. Um, and so I, I, that was really nice to see. Uh, and so credit him for, for portraying Mark so well. Um, the, the one thing that really surprised me was that we never had a moment where, and, and this may happen later, maybe they don't want to do this, whatever. One of the big tropes that we have like a younger superhero is at some point they use their powers without their suit, right? So, you know, we see um, in, in, in Homecoming, and it's really similar to Homecoming actually, when, when the Washington Monuments attacked, and Peter has to get in, get in his suit and do the thing or whatever. 
Um, and and that's kind of a big trope when the hero or the main character reveals to their friends that they're a superhero when they have to use their powers of the suit to save them. Whatever. In Invincible, when his friends are attacked, Mark still goes to get the suit while they're being attacked and then fight off the thing. Um, again, he sucks at keeping his enemy a secret. Like, he's just awful. But that to me was interesting that we had this weird balance of like Mark sucks, but at the same time he'd rather go fly away and get the suit than like save his friends. I think he has it just... on under his clothes. Is it under his clothes? Yeah, yeah. I think it is, and because we he, see he when he goes into almost instantly. When back. we yeah, when we when he goes into space, you see that his yeah. clothes burn it's off because he's got I like really flew away. Talking about that scene, and this is one of the like. There's a couple just like little problems I have with this. I know Jaden, you're gonna get really mad at it's me, okay. but <laughs> it's like. She figures out really apparently like we're early on. Yeah, according to her. Then why does she because I can understand and it was a cool perspective for me to understand why she was angry. Because I could still I could still like I, I lost a little empathy and I think a lot of people right. did. Right? But I could still understand the frustration of like there not being a trust in that like really like tight relationship. I didn't understand why they then, if they're having this twist coming had her get so mad at Mark for yeah. leaving. Yeah, exactly. Because, because she... Because of the soup kitchen. <laughs> because... Dude, he literally no. almost died. But, like, yeah. but like, like, I can understand that she's angry at Mark for not telling him that. And I understand that, and I thought that was a good storyline. But then there's times when she gets mad about the soup kitchen and... And if you already knew he was a superhero... If you already knew he was a superhero... If nobody's going out and risking his life and like on the verge of death... Why are you... I get that she's mad really, that yeah. she, he doesn't trust her. Like, that, I understand that that's dynamic. That's a different thing. That's a different, that's thing. A different dynamic than, like, th- when they're getting attacked, him leaving. Because he clearly didn't leave. So this is, I think, why, A, we've got to, as a group, next podcast, we might have to redo this. And I think we've got to get some people with two X chromosomes. <laughs> because it was funny. I tried to analyze this. And, you know what? You're and, probably right here. It's... It's complicated, right? Because relationships and feelings are complicated. Because on A, on one hand, before you know that she knows, you can at least understand why she's upset when you're on a college campus. 100%. And he yeah. leaves. You're like, you can see it from her point of view. It's like, 100%. I don't believe you just left me. And then on the flip side, it's sort of like, okay, why didn't you trust me enough to, to tell me this, and I think that what you see in previous comic book relationships, I'm just thinking about certain things. One of the things that jogs my mind, it's like, so Spider-Man 121, 122, mm-hmm. um, Gwen Stacy dies, Peter Parker goes off on MJ, she's about to walk out and she stays. Now, according to the comic book, she at that point knew he was Spider-Man. He didn't know that she knew. Why would she stay? And it's sort of like, why do some of the women in these relationships stay with these guys? And in a way, it's sort of as Amber just kind of giving it to him. That way she doesn't fall prey to that. And then she does come back after Omni-Man, like, wrecks him. Yeah, but I think that was... So, I don't know. I feel like in, in in the case of Peter Parker and MJ... They have so much history together. That is true. They Amber were, and Mark, their relationship... They met like five days ago. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, apparently, by the way, which is, which is an underrated part of the show, the show takes... 
course over like months, months. months. Yeah. which yeah. is yeah. not yeah. which is not clear when you're watching the show they until they bring it up. Exposition about they do not until it's, just, it's like oh my god, most of the school year is over. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Sure but it is still a short relationship. Your point still stands. When he's in a hospital bed in like the eighth episode, I think he's like. Past six months have been so rough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they said that. We're just like six months. months. Yeah. Like, what? So they've been together for a minute. It's like, it's, it's, in terms of how high school But it still is a short, I still, it's less yeah. relationship yeah, it, than and, Andrew. It's, it's unlike, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's unlike him telling William when he's his best friend for like so long. Right. And then Eve, she's already a superhero, so there's not too much harm in her knowing. Right. But Amber, she's only known her really for a couple months. Yeah. It, it's, it's not that serious of a late. Of a relationship, obviously, she's gonna, just gonna walk out on him like that. So that's not a high school relationship. Yeah, yeah which is well, awesome. right. You know, no, like, no, 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 This is like the MC where you've got like one or two villains. Like in a world where you have hundreds of villains that just keep showing up every day. <laughs> oh my day. god, the villains in the show are so good. But, but they're hilarious. They're so good. The, 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 Sinclair played by Ezra Miller. Oh yeah. my god, that was amazing. Um, but the Earth really really God, that was hysterical. Oh, and he's coming back. No, like, he didn't die. Oh my God, he's like down in the lava. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but like, his second coming, it, it's great. You're going to love it. You are going to love it. All right. Uh, we still have, we can right. be spoiled. All right. <laughs> it's not spoiled. All right. I'm just, it was at, in the eighth episode that it's like, you saw that he was Point is, point is, in, in a world where you have so many villains, like you understand yeah. why he doesn't tell Amber who he is, and she seems to understand why he doesn't tell her who he is. And I, I think Wagner's point is well taken. Yeah, like she, she wants to be trusted. She wants yes. this to be a relationship built on trust and openness and whatever. At the same time, if you know he's invincible and you know he can't tell you that he's invincible, <laughs> then you shouldn't expect him to tell you that he's invincible. Like, like that, that's no, this, but, let's, just, let's assume, let's assume that she knows he's invincible Right. Since day one, right? Or, or one of the early well, pretty, days. Pretty early on. Very early on, right? If you know that, but your expectation is still, well, well, I should be different. He should want to tell me that, even though it puts my life and my family's life in danger and whatever, right? Like, like that, that the, her reasoning for why she thinks she deserves to be told isn't made clear in the show. I, uh, and so it kind of makes the ending disingenuous because it's like if we understood where she was coming from, I think that would make it a little bit I think that's the thing about relationships, right? And that's the thing about the ending that I like. It wasn't sort of this straight line. She doesn't just stick with her feelings because she knows, oh wow, yeah. this is this is like this is this is this is this is more than just a petty argument. Yeah. This is, oh God, your father just turned into the biggest superman yep. in the universe and beat you almost to death. On, on national television. television. On national television. On national television, and she knows, and that's like I said, that was the thing that made her, made her redeemable in the end. And so we'll see what happens in the second season. And so you're like, okay, so I don't know. It was sort of at a certain point, you got to know, okay, I, 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 I'm going to let this go. You know, sure. and, and like you do in any relationship, you're like, okay, I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, just like, I don't want to spoil anything, but even from what we've seen so far, the biggest theme in the show is Mark's ability to trust. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, Definitely in that episode where they took took down that crime syndicate and... Oh! uh, That that was a great character. He he voices him 
he just the voice cast once again. It's incredible. Yeah, we'll keep on saying. Amazing, perfect. He gives this guy his full confidence, and he almost dies for his cause. And the guy almost goes, "I'm sorry, kids. It's just the way the world works." So yeah, and then he takes over the crime syndicate like nothing happens. And then, additionally, it's not that he doesn't trust Amber. He doesn't trust his ability to protect Amber. And time and time again, he's like he's constantly beating himself up because he's just not strong enough yet. Yeah. And we know he's eventually going to reach that Omni level type strength. Well, it's like Omni Man tells him, it's like our DNA is so powerful. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not even human. You're barely, you're like you're barely basically human. pure blooded Miltramite. Right, exactly. That's how powerful our DNA is, right? And as his must- mustache grows in, he's obviously going to become more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's directly forcible, like your mustache is. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something? As someone with a goatee, that is a serious mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is yeah, a, that's a serious thing. You saw that J.K. Simmons actually grew a full mustache so he would talk like he had a mustache. Love J.K. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, once again, love J.K. Simmons. I hate <laughs> Mark's story is just insane. And I'm just so, so excited to see where they take yeah. it. Well, it's, so, wise because it, it, it's so cool because it starts off once again and, and they did, once again, getting back to the the show is such a smart idea to do the reveal and move it up because you don't get to that until episode issue six in the comic book. And in the comic book, it's still, once again, even those first six issues are very well written, but you can kind of still write it off if you wanted to as a Superman derivative yeah. show or book. And well, I mean, it no. is not. This yeah. is not derivative. 100%. It is its own thing. thing. Yeah. And it's so well done. The only thing that I would say that's probably... I mean, it's, like, very hard to not be inspired by Marvel and DC. I mean, they're literally what you think of when you think of superheroes. But, like, the only thing I'd say is the heroes, like, the original heroes of the globe were very, very similar. It's almost, that's the only thing I'd say is very but, DC. But, but they do that. Well, I think it's on purpose. It's, it's, it's I think it's on purpose. purpose. Yeah. They all die. Yeah. No, and, and then it's just it's very, very much very not. It's world building that baits you into thinking this is, oh, this is a... This uh, is my name's Mark. My life is pretty crazy. <laughs> and even my That's name is Mark Grayson. Yeah, right? yeah. his last Dead name Gray- is oh. Grayson. So yeah. it's like you, they're, they're sucking you in. They're, they're making you think once again. Oh, this is gonna be a spoof book. This is gonna be no, 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 no. And I think well, one one thing is super unique convincible that even Marvel, DC, <laughs> that even Marvel, DC, and the boys failed to do or didn't want to, which is fine if they didn't want to do it. Invincible feels like you are watching a comic book. Uh, and whether it's because of the animation or because of the way they tell their story, it feels like you are watching a comic book. And I mean that in all of the best ways. It, it genuinely feels like you're watching a comic book. And it's very different from watching something like the MCU or DC, because those are just movies with comic book characters. So, and those are more like action movies or, or whatever. This is its own genre of the super of the superhero genre we're, we're getting the time i just got to ask something because I, and I know this guy has only been around since really 03 but is robert kirkman like an og comic writer now is he like that guy like is he I mean, he's is, he up, there with, is he up there with claremont and hickman and brew baker and millar and Wade i mean and he's, now, and he's now written two globally you know, popular <laughs> comic book series, one of which is the second most popular TV show of all time. Right. So, 
I mean, for me at least, like I I, I know Robert Kirkman. Not I don't know him. I know him. <laughs> I know him. I know him. Well, he wish he knew. I wish he knew. Uh, I can give you his numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I know a lot of people know his work really well. Right. Um. I I, I mean, for me, yeah, he's definitely one of the big comic book guys. Um. He also, unlike kind of the big comic writers now, like Jeff Johns and, and whatever, he has the freedom to do whatever he wants. And if, when Invincible is the manifestation of that freedom and The Walking Dead is the manifestation of that freedom, he probably has the brightest career ahead of him because it, it, he has no restrictions from Marvel or DC or whatever. He can genuinely write whatever he wants to write and he knows how to write it in comic book form. Like no, one's, no one had ever written a zombie comic book before he did it. No one had ever made an animated, non-Marvel, non-DC superhero thing before he did it, right? He's kind of the pioneer of what he's done so far, which puts him in a really good position um, going forward. Jim, yeah? Okay, so what I think Kirby sells at here, he didn't just build a story. He built a puzzle of a story. <laughs> yeah. and it's a whole world. Yeah, and then putting these pieces together and finally realizing the truth, in episode three, when he says Earth is not yours to conquer, that was a good one. That no, as soon as as soon as like, uh, I that, said, that took me off a little bit. I was like, oh, I remember you were there, buddy. I I told him to watch the final episode of like screen sharing, and I was like, let me let me see what you think about this. <laughs> and then I was like, remember what? It, and he was like, what's a big reveal? What's a big reveal? And I'm like, there's a hint in episode three. Right. Omni Man says something. And then he's like, what is it? What is it? And when I finally dropped, and when he finally saw the big reveal, he was like, oh my god. And Oh my god, I just got that. <laughs> I did not get that before I watched it. Oh my god. I mean, it was still fresh when I watched it. Oh I watched my it, like, god, wow, in the wow. Same sitting, so it was like, not wow. big of oh, a drop. And the animation in that sequence of him just basically... That was crazy. So well and how nonchalant... The, his wife was about it too, which is a little weird because the wife doesn't actually. Well, he doesn't say he destroyed the planet. No, 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 no. But, no, no, no. Mark no, but, comes back. And but he's, clearly, he's clearly aged a little. Yeah. Bit. No, but clearly this has happened before, and yes. I, I thought this was a super she interesting says it, dynamic. She says it, it's like yeah, this is just another Tuesday. Left for a couple of months, one time. Yeah, it's another yes. Tuesday, and so she doesn't. Yeah, there. yeah, she doesn't know what he does on those planets, <laughs> which is super interesting. Yeah. He just, she just thinks like, I'm Oh yeah, I'm teaching them a lesson. Teaching them a lesson, but back. he eradicates really the population. One of my favorite, she is also the Sandra O character. Yeah, she, Debbie is, is and also your heart great. breaks for that lady. And you just see her like slowly. Yeah. I mean, in the last episode, she just, the oh my goodness. The Oh my god. Well, because like, as a son, you feel that. Yeah. You feel that. Yeah. Seeing your mom if, in total shambles, you feel that. If you're a son yeah. and you have a mom, you're just like, oh my god, and there's that moment. But she's also really smart. Yeah. Because she sits there and she plans it. The time. The time. It. It's like, okay, if I tell him to go to this place in Germany or whatever, or France, to go get X, Y, and Z, yeah. to go get this, then we have, have 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. But at the same time, she fine. isn't smart enough to outsmart Omni Man. Like Omni Man, she's doing her best. She's doing her best, obviously, 100%. And that's no, not devaluing her character. No, but the sad part is, she she relies on a lot of the fact that he's not going to do anything to her because she's built this 20 year relationship. She calls him out. Like, she, she, you know, her house. I mean, that was risky. That was bold. That was I did bold. not think that was like, going Because oh they, they do deviate from the comic books sometimes. Because there are some characters that have died in the show that are not, at least not dead in the comic book yet. 
Don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> Don't say no, that. they died in the show. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, they died killed. in the show. Okay, not good. Oh, oh, they, they killed the like, heroes of the gold very early. So, like, but no, like, I mean, so my point is, I kept thinking, oh my god, is he gonna kill her? Like, because yeah, they did it. They're gonna end up split in half. On oh my, like, like freaking, uh, <laughs> um, um, the immortal. Yeah. Oh, by the way, he killed that guy twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I should laugh. Cause I didn't laugh at else. He's probably gonna die a third time, guys. Sure. He's That's probably gonna, gonna die a third time. And I was just like, I, I was like, I, I, that was the one thing I actually laughed about. But no. We probably wanna do so three minutes. Yeah, oh, great so let's do final break. Right, so oh, me. this is, I feel so bad. Like, we could talk with you all. We could do a part two. We could do, 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 do a part two. I think we're all down to come back from part two. I will be in part two, don't worry. We'll do part two. Do you wanna still do grades then? Yeah. Yeah, let's do grades and come back. Yeah, I think in general, Unmincible was amazing. There's, it was, there's so much to it. And after, it's only been eight episodes, but I am so excited to see, like, where they bring the show. Because yeah. there are so many different directions they could go. It's really exciting. Um, for me, there's a few tiny things we talked about with Amber, like, whatever. None of it really matters in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. I think yeah, that's the key. This show yeah. is just so well done. Um, it has an amazing cast. It has an amazing writing team. The animation, as Jane said, is amazing. So for me, it's an A. Like, we'll see how the next seasons develop. But considering Amazon's already renewed it for two more seasons, yeah. which is probably, And I'm watching both those seasons. And, and, and <laughs> I, think I think this is the most expensive animated show ever made. So they've probably sunk in well over $100 million at this point. I wonder. I don't know. I mean, like they, they, they got some serious talent behind it. Like they, the voice acting, probably. Yeah, they, they they've sunk in a lot of money to this, so they're clearly betting big. They also sunk five hundred million dollars in the Lord of the Rings. They're not pulling their punches when it comes to TV shows. Well, with um, HBO Max and Disney, yeah. now nipping on but, their heels, and obviously Netflix. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're, they're not pulling. And Jeff Bezos has right. He's got enough. Yeah, exactly. He's, He's like, well, you're not going to outspend me. <laughs> so I, th- I think Amazon's going to be fully committed to Invincible. Oh, yeah. Especially with how popular it's gotten. Um, so yeah, for me, it's an A. I'm going to excited to see what comes next. Jade? I'm going to give it a 9.4. It is... We're doing numbers? Yeah, I, I'll no, give you it can a give it numbers. Uh, I'm going to be more I'll give it a, a 9.4. It, was, it exceeded my expectations by far. Yeah, definitely. And, and the like little mishaps that it had, I feel like it got up quickly and, and, it put, and went back into a sprint. I loved it. I, I really don't know what else to say. Um, no, I would. I don't believe this. I'm doing another A and another 9.6 back to back, but for completely different reasons. I guess for me, it, just like the book, it made me still love characters like Debbie and Adam Eve. And even though Amber is problematic and the relationship was a little toxic, they added to that character because the character in the book is like an afterthought. And they made Amber really interested in, in Mark and what he goes through, and, and once again, Stephen Yoon, this is Stephen Yoon's year. That dude is having a year. Um, and J.K. Simmons just brings it, yeah, A for me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go a little lower, and okay. I know Jane's gonna attack on this. <laughs> I will jump across the stage. No, 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 jump across I'm, the I'm A minus for okay. now, for now though, but I like this, I don't know if you gave a 9.6 to Cap. Uh, I gave Falcon, it to, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. I like this more than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I need to see, and I know this sounds weird, but I need to see the other seasons yeah. before yeah. I rate this season. And I think that's an important distinction to make because there's some 
weird, and I, was, I won't go into it, obviously, we only have a little time left, but like, there's some storylines that I want to see resolved first, because I feel like if they don't resolve some of the storylines, like Mars. Omni-Man specifically, not even Mars, I mean like Omni-Man's entire character, where the fact that like, he's clearly on Earth longer than he needs to be, I think, which is something, yeah, we something yeah, that we're, we can discuss yeah. later. But it, it he's on, he's kid. on Earth. Like he's convinced the pop, like he's the most beloved person. And if he wanted to do whatever he wanted with Vil- like he could have done it, and he could have killed the Guardians like earlier. Like they didn't like be- suddenly become more powerful, right? So it's like there's these subtle things that I want to see resolved in later. Well, there's seasons. also that other, and th- it, this hasn't come up in the book yet at all. I keep wondering, is, is it something for the show? Is it in the book? That other kind of unre- unresolved storyline with the, 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 not Secret Service guy, but the, the White House. Um, oh, the, the, the cop, cop yeah. and his oh, yeah. stepson. Oh, yeah. yeah and I kept thinking, I'm like, okay, is this Omni-Man like, my kid? They never went back to that. And it's like, they haven't gone back to that. And clearly he's like 15. Mark didn't get his powers until he was like 17. Yeah. So I keep wondering, are they going to go back? Oh, my God, he's at the step. Yeah, so I keep thinking because remember yeah. what, what he says I'll just make another kid yeah yeah. yeah. Like, 100%. just wonder 17 yeah. more years everyone's 17 more years I'll right? just make another kid so I think there's some unresolved storylines right. that um, yeah unresolved storylines that I need to see resolved but I think it has the potential to get to the 9.6 100% I just need to see these storylines resolved I think my key thing and then Alexa you can go is that what makes this show unique for me is every single, I was invested in every single plot line. Yeah. And I, like, we haven't even talked about Robot. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, like, we haven't even I talked about, we haven't talked about Robot. It's 45 Episode minutes two. in. Oh, we're 45 minutes in and we haven't we'll even talked about too. Robot. Oh, we haven't talked girl. about Monster yeah, Girl and their dynamic. Girl. Any, any, we um, haven't talked Black about Samson. the cheating. The cheating that happens. Oh, right, right. 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 Yeah, on with Duke. Oh my God. Like we haven't we haven't talked about so many amazing storylines like that were individually yeah. amazing. What, is it, what does it mean to be the original? The original, right? right? Like there's there's every single it never cut away to something I wasn't interested in. Yeah, and that's yeah. the once again every single character. Yeah, it's interesting. every yeah. single character was interesting. So there's some Same like thing. plot holes that I didn't really care about when I was watching. I looked back on it like. Why didn't they teleport with the bracelets earlier? <laughs> right, like there's some like little plot holes. That, but I don't that's really like care. Not yeah, that's not really that important. I need I need to understand more about why Omni Man didn't take over Earth, why he didn't kill yeah. Mark, like all these right. other things. These needs if they're not resolved properly in later seasons, right. that's a problem. Then it's a problem. So I'm assuming like what I'm assuming is just rating the season alone. But when the other seasons come out. I'm 99% sure I'm going to read this. By the way, somehow Robert Kirkman is two for two for making a comic book or show where every single character is interesting. He's done it twice in a row now. So, I love the watch. I, right. I love the watch. Yeah, yeah, Alexa, I don't believe you didn't talk about Monster Girl or Robot. Exactly. Like, we'll we, 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 we need a part two. We need a part two. We need a part two. We'll do a part um, two. Alexa. Uh, I'm kind of... I'm in a sort of similar boat with Ethan. Um, I'm scared to give it a really good grade. I mean, because, you know, if I give it something really good and somehow I doubt it will happen, but somehow it falls off significantly. Season two, then. Then I, right. I, my, my whole view on the show is going to change. So right now, I'm going to give it a 9.5, but I feel like it right. could change. And that's, like, not a very solid place. Right. I mean, like, it's obviously a very good rating, but there, there are just so many stories and so many ways yeah. that the show can continue. Oh, yeah, 100%. They, like, got, they got so much work. The, yeah, the, well. they, it's going to be 
I think it's gonna be very hard to continue the show in a very concise and like yeah. well put way, but I think they can do it. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited for season two and three. Alright, well, that concludes Invincible Part 1. Uh, and, and, as you've heard a bunch of times today, we'll obviously be, be going more in-depth in with few things next week for Invincible Part 2. Um, but yeah, so hope you guys enjoyed, and see you next week.